Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A judge rules that a school must call a girl a girl if the parents insist on that. We interview Kim Troop of Christian Friends of Israeli Communities in our Man on the Street interview from Western Conservative Summit with Richard Bassett. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A judge has ruled that in the, in the middle of transgender confusion in public schools, that teachers must call a girl a girl if the parents insist upon that. They can't transgenderize your kids without your permission. This is good news for parents' rights to force a school to choose to use true biological pronouns for their child. Despite the fantasy of boys pretending to be girls, Circuit Court Judge Michael Maxwell noted that uh, a set of parents who were faced with a decision about their 12-year-old daughter, who was confused and wanted to use male names and male pronouns, the judge and the parents decided that's not in her best interest without further time. So they told the school of their decisions. First, the parents told the school, but officials ignored that. The school district refused and started calling the girl a boy. In fact, they changed her name without the parents' permission, changed her pronouns from she to he without her per parents' permission, and the court now rebuked the school, said you can't do that, you've gotta rule the way the parents want their child addressed. Here's what Judge Maxwell wrote, quote, in light of this decision and to avoid the potential damage of being addressed by teachers and staff with a male name and pronouns, could do to their daughter, the parents, BF and TF, withdrew her from the school and sought a different therapist that would help their daughter process her feelings. After just two weeks in this different environment, their daughter changed her mind about her identity, telling her parents that affirmative care really messed her up. And the rush to affirm that she was really a boy added to her confusion. So the parents now allege that Kettle Moraine, the school, violated their right to make decisions regarding the upbringing of their daughter when they were told by Kettle Moraine that the school would not honor the parents' request and not refer to their daughter by uh, male names or pronouns. This allegation, viewed in light of the uh, most favorable to the parents, demonstrates a potential violation of their rights as parents to direct the upbringing of their child and it is sufficient to survive a motion to dismiss, end quote. In other words, the judge did not agree with the school, did not throw out the case, the parents are suing the school for monetary damages and they could win if it goes to court and other arguments prevail. The parents may petition for declaratory relief. In this case, thank God, was brought about by Alliance Defending Freedom and the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. That's the news. Our thanks to WorldNet Daily for that report. Thank God we discern upon 
these parents, the spirit of God who loves their daughter and the spirit of the devil upon those teachers who would lie to a child. The devil is a liar. And uh, the, 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 the teachers who are trying to transgenderize these innocent children, a 12 year old girl saying, oh no, we're gonna call you a boy, call you by your boy's name. No, that is a demonic influence and the spirit of God is on these parents and this judge who are now prevailing in court for the best interest of that child. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 14, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all of the churches of the saints. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for your spirit of peace to be upon all of these confused children that are now being recruited by the LGBT movement and they're using teachers to do this. Father, I pray that every school will be ordered to uh, address children the way that their parents direct. Father, we pray that the parents will be in charge and not the crazy uh, teachers in the school recruiting these poor kids into confusion. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have interviews from Western Conservative Summit, including a man on the street. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. How is your marriage doing? I wanna tell you about an exciting new four-part video DVD Bible study series on God's plan for marriage. In this video series, we team up with marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. There are a lot of things that get in the way of our ability to have a healthy marriage, but with the way God intended it, he always wanted us to see his view of our relationship together. So everything we do when we talk about marriage or whether we're talking to men or whether we're talking to pastors and leaders, it all centers around this idea of vision. It's very important that we understand who God is and our relationship with him is right in order for us to be able to live out really and truly Ephesians. And that also informs our role as men, how to love our wives. We can't really exactly. love them unless we understand the love of God. Exactly. So if you just think about love, you, we tend to think that love is an emotion. It's more uh, something that I feel, whereas the true definition of love, the way Jesus intended it, is, is not just an emotion, but it's, it's, a, it's charity, it's what I do. You know, to the degree that I am able to see my wife or my spouse through his eyes, that determines everything in my relationship. Yeah. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. 
and also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You too can have a godly marriage. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm now joined by Kimberly Troop at the Western Conservative Summit. She helps lead an organization called Christian Friends of Israeli Communities. Welcome to the program, Kimberly Troop. How are you today? I am well, thank you. So what do you mean, Christians and Jews can be friends? <laughs> Amazingly, isn't it a miracle? <laughs> this is good news. <laughs> this this is, is great news. Yes. Uh, uh, you guys sponsor, in fact, your organization was, was partly founded by my mentor, Ted Beckett. It was. And his wife, Audrey. Uh, and, and decades ago, they began connecting American churches with Israeli towns. Correct. And, and what happened? Uh, it grew. We now connect. <laughs> <laughs> we now connect Christians from all over the globe with the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria. So the door that God gave us was that the world doesn't stand with the Jewish communities because it's the so-called West Bank or the occupied territories. But we know that it's biblical Israel. It's Hebron and Shiloh and the places that we read about in the Bible. That's where these Jews have come home and are fulfilling prophecy by making the mountains bloom and blossom and grow again. And the cities are being rebuilt on the mountains of Israel. So as more Jewish people throughout this past century, right, make Aliyah or move back to the Jewish homeland, uh, it's getting crowded in Judea and Samaria. We, we all... It's not getting crowded in Judea and Samaria. No? No. What do you mean? Well, uh, the United States government and the EU and the European Union and whoever else in Russia, uh, if you go to build a porch on your house, you have to get a permit and they all frown greatly about expanding your house but with a, so much as a porch. So getting building permits and building homes is extremely difficult in Judea and Samaria. So they're so banning Jewish settlements is what they're they doing. They're banning Jewish settlements or they're, they're restricting them. I won't say that they're banning them, but they're very restricted and there's um, like seriously intense international pressure and uh, in inspection on the tiniest bit of building. So there are new homes, thank God. The, the communities are growing, they are expanding, but not at the rate that they should and could be growing. The mountains of Israel are empty. They're still empty to this day. Are there regions where there are no Jews allowed? There are. You, you have a map here. I want I people to understand what you're showing us in this brochure. So this is just the map that came with uh, the Oslo Peace Agreements from 1993. and it divided Israel, divided the heartland of biblical Hold Israel. Up a little higher, so yeah, there's the whole map of Israel. This is like from well, Nazareth all the way down to... Uh, Beersheba, basically. Yeah. It's, it's the center of the country. So Jerusalem's right here in the center, but this is the heartland of biblical Israel. And what do these brown and yellow regions represent? So those are area A and B from the Oslo Peace Accords of 1993. So there are no Jews currently living or allowed to live in areas A or B. Wait a minute, let's zoom in on this map. All of these brown areas right here, all of the yellow areas right here, all the way down to here, yellow areas, brown areas, no Jews allowed, and they accuse the Jews of apartheid. Right. Uh, these, are, these are Muslim enclaves that kick out Jews from being allowed to live there? 
Uh, I wouldn't say that they kick Jews out, but if Jews enter there, they don't. They leave in a body bag. Wait a minute. There's physical violence and, and murder against Jewish people if they try to enter these areas. These are the, especially the dark brown areas are hotbeds of radical Islamic terrorists. Absolutely, that's where it comes from. And this is inside of the borders that God gave to Israel back when. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you and know. yes. So as a Bible-believing Christian, we read about Hebron, we read about Shiloh, we read about Dotan, we read about all these Bible stories. This is where they took place in the heart of central of Israel. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. There's a song. <laughs> there is, there is, it's right here. And, and there's Jericho is an entirely brown region and Jews are not, a, not Jews don't allowed go to, to live Jericho. There. You know, I've talked to Jews that, that before 1993, before the Oslo agreements, and they said Jericho was the best place to go shopping. And they would go shopping in Jericho because it had the best coffee and the best coffee shops, and they loved going shopping in Jericho. And since Oslo in 93, it's off limits and they can't go shopping. So what can Christians in America do? You have a whole organization that sponsors, you know, if you have a mega church or a pastor or, or even just a, a, a neighborhood, yourself, yeah. you mean yourself. I could sponsor a community in of Jews in Israel. Absolutely. Well, maybe not a whole community, but definitely a project. So we have probably close to 100 different humanitarian projects that we do. And what this does is it gives Christians a tangible avenue for them to put hands and feet to their prayers. You know, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but what about actually going and doing something to physically help them? and to make a difference in their lives. So we do playgrounds for kids, we do hot meals for senior citizens, we do a ton of projects with special needs kids, we've got some projects for um, dysfunctional boys that come out of dysfunctional families and so it's a foster home yeah. type situation. Rehabilitation, it's an amazing, amazing community project. service, healthcare, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and tons and tons of security, unfortunately. Tell me, tell me about uh, migration. Are, are you helping people come from Ukraine? We did. We just have a brand new project. So a couple of years ago, a specific community of Revava started this project where they said, we want to bring in new immigrants. And so they started from France. This was a couple of years ago when things were really bad in France. And the demographics or the statistics that were coming out of new immigrants coming out of Europe into Israel making Aliyah was not very good. Basically they would come from Europe, they'd leave Europe, come into Israel, make Aliyah and then I think it was up to maybe 40% stayed, 60% went back to Europe because it's just too hard. Language, culture, things that are familiar, it was just, it's difficult. And so this community said, you know what, we have got something special here what if we can make a difference? And so they built an entire neighborhood and they attracted these uh, new immigrants to come in. And because they have a community, a community is like a giant family. So it's a neighborhood. Communities are really hard to explain what they are unless you go and visit them. The best way is that it's one giant family that's not necessarily related by blood, but they're related by passion and vision and same calling. And so with these new immigrants that came in, they were able to give them the support that Jerusalem isn't able to give them. Tel Aviv's not able to wow. give them. So they brought in, they have social workers that take care of all the red tape for the government. They have language uh, to help them 
learn Hebrew, begin to be fluent in Hebrew. They have special counselors for all their kids to make the transition, leaving Europe, coming in. Um, they what have, do the Jewish people say when they receive help from Christians? Are they a little suspicious they, or are they gr grateful? They, in the beginning, we've been doing this for over 20, almost 25 years now. Yeah. So very suspicious in the beginning. Today, they are so incredibly grateful. Wow. Incredibly grateful. So with the immigrants though, that, that project was so successful that they, they had over 60% that stayed and did not go, did not return. So when the crisis happened in Ukraine, we now are building another brand new uh, neighborhood that is going to house 10 families from the Ukraine and put them into that same situation. So Ukrainian, same support system. Ukrainian Jews can make Aliyah yes. and move to Israel if you participate. CFOIC.org is the website? Dot com. Dot com, CFO, Christian Friends of Israeli Communities, but the website is CFOIC.com. Our guest has been Kimberly Troop. Can I say a prayer with you? Absolutely. Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name that you will bless your chosen people, especially the Jews, especially those in persecuted places like Europe or, or Ukraine, where they are uh, under attack sometimes at risk of their own lives. God, we pray that Christians will be a blessing to them, that they will have community, that they will have resources, they will have uh, every one of their needs will be met and eventually, Father, they will say, thank God, thank the God of Israel for serving us through the people of Jesus Christ, through the Christians around the world who loved us so, and they will see the love in our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm Dr. Chaps, we'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. 
I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you want to get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you want to get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you want to get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God, again that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're on location at the Western Conservative Summit and it's like, all the candidates were here and now they're all gone. So we're doing man on the street interviews. And here is a righteous dude. We're gonna call him Richard Bassett. Richard, welcome to the program. Howdy, thank you for having me. So you're in Denver, you happen to live here. And I, I remember you from years ago because you were a former candidate for public office. You ran for state representative? That is correct, House District 40. House District 40, but now you're just a chillax kind of guy, hanging out at the summit meeting old friends, uh, why are you here? Uh, amazing event, great net networking, and obviously they got a great line of speakers on both Friday and Saturday nights. And Who are some of the speakers that you saw? Uh, yesterday I saw Matt Walsh, who uh, just came out with the recent documentary, um, What is a Woman, really awesome. Then last night they had uh, rock stars like Warren Bobert, representative for uh, CD3 uh, or- Yeah, Pueblo, yep, yeah. Yep, down there. And then they uh, ended the night with former press secretary, um, Kaylee McEnany. Oh, good. And, uh, you know, this is like the largest convention west of CPAC. I go to CPAC sometimes. But this one is right up there. Uh, was, the, was the crowd excited, energized? How, how did you feel? Oh, the, the crowd last night was energized. They spoke for, they had us captivated for about four hours. Um, no one, you could hear a pin drop when you needed to. You could hear the roar of applause when you needed to. It was just a great atmosphere last night. And there's even overflow room behind us here. You can hear some of the some of the loudspeakers of the big lecture halls next door, but there's so many people they have to have extra seating over here for some of these popular speakers. Jeff Hunt does a great job putting together the Centennial uh, uh, organization. It's out of Colorado Christian University. Yeah. I used to teach at CCU uh, and, and they, they sort of, uh, put all of this together once a year. Uh, how many summits have you been to? Um, I've attended four or five in person, and then um, I attended the, we had pseudo ones online during the coronavirus pandemic. You're right, right, the online convention wasn't quite as exciting. No, Aren't you glad, <laughs> glad that we're all back together oh now? Oh my God, I miss this, I'm, I do miss this, it's amazing. Yeah, so okay, we're here in the exhibit hall, you walk around and you see some of these booths, we have our own booth here. This is our eighth year, I think, out of out of 10 years of, of attending the summit. We didn't do the online one because it's hard to grab interviews like you. Know, you. Yeah, obviously. Uh, but now we're back and we have our own booth. Uh, what do you see when you walk around the exhibit hall? Um, I, I see a lot of energy, a lot of people happy to be seeing each other in person because a lot of 
people are still trying to break out of that uh, seeing people in person mindset and um, the energy and the passion for some of these issues is really, really high. Um, this year, obviously, with um, the Mississippi Supreme Court case coming out, there's a lot of great uh, pro-life um, messaging and pro-life energy this year. So what are some of the issues? Why are you conservative? Um, I, I, I believe in American exceptionalism, and that's not to say America is better than other countries. It's America is different than other countries because we are the land of opportunity. We allow for the, the rags to riches story. We protect the unborn. We protect the less vulnerable, which as conservatives is really uh, a good part of what we do. Yeah, if America was as conservative, we would protect the unborn, which is why you see all these debates. Yep. Um, a lot of pro-life activists here, a lot of pro-life issue people, not even candidates sometimes, yep. but they're here to fight for a cause. Uh, there's several gun rights booths around here, yep. Second Amendment rights. Uh, we interviewed yesterday Stephen Williford, who was the barefoot defender who shot back at the bad guy with a gun in yep. Sutherland Springs. Yep. Um, uh, An amazing story, amazing story. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so, what would you recommend to people watching at home? They they, they should uh, not just come to the Western Conservative Summit one day, but how should they get involved? Wow. Um, I would honestly start by attending your your local caucus, your local school board, your local city council. Those politics starts here and then grows to this big issue here. We have seen that in the last uh, 18 months to two years. People attending school board meetings and attending city council meetings, which prior to that were very much under the radar yeah. and no one cared about them. And now we're seeing just an upsurge in parents at the school board meetings and citizens at the city council meetings. And those are where you affect, yes, coming out and voting for the president is, you, you gotta do that, but you can affect the most change in the quickest way by uh, voting in these small elections. And getting involved locally, maybe even becoming a candidate yourself. You were a candidate in the past. Any interest in doing that again in the future? Um, only God knows what the future entails, but <laughs> if my name has appeared on the ballot for the last time, I would be surprised. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Never say never with Richard Bassett. Uh, I'm Dr. Chaps. Let's take a short break. I'll be right back giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Defending your religious freedom. 
Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for helping us to bring you these kind of important interviews. Please donate today when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. We accept your large or small donations through our website, but also by telephone. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Here's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Your harvest is increasing when you donate to PrayInJesusName.org or call us for prayer. It's free at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.